Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. So welcome to another kick-ass Lady Pretty Old podcast with the ever-gorgeous, stunning, magnificent, and magical Therese Tucker. <laughs> wow, thanks. Both Rach and I are having um, hair insecurity right now, so oh that God. feels good, actually. <laughs> what is happening? What? I'm just going <laughs> to... <laughs> screw this, screw uh, this clip. And I, yeah, look. Mom hair today, and then the top I was going to wear, Jack's raspberry all over just a couple of minutes before we're going live, so I've got this beautiful top on. So I've got the bling. Look, got bling. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm at my sister's place in Melbourne, so I don't have my regular setup. So it's taken me a while to kind of go, right, I need natural light. You can see me. Anyway, I am in need of fucking wine. Wait, hold on. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ah, my children. wife. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't quite get to the lipstick part. At least I got some eyes on. <laughs> Tim says we look fabulous. Mwah, thank you. I thank you. Thank you Tim. Tim. love to Tim. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me just. Start oh man, so what were we gonna? So we haven't really today. I mean, today we didn't set a, set a topic, just, you know, an opportunity for us to have a couple of wines to just unwind and just talk about whatever comes to mind. Talk about our hair. <laughs> <laughs> or what it's doing. <laughs> or not doing. Uh, do that. And just, you know, I'm sure we're going to come up with somewhere through this, there's going to be vaginas, there's going to be crystals, there's going to be what the fuck moments. Because <laughs> it's getting up to Christmas. It's getting to the silly season. <laughs> Because it's time for Christmas, so vagina. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, that segue didn't quite make no, sense. No, it didn't so. quite, but I'm, all it reminds me of is that one of the first podcasts we did, it was If In Doubt Vagina. And it just, it just, that's what it feels like today. If In Doubt, just vagina. Cheers to mm-hmm. that. It still works. <laughs> that's the point. Uh-huh. Years later, it still works. Yep. Actually, oh, yes, yes. So uh, <laughs> look, everybody can chime in on the what the fuck day. Have you heard of vagina eggs? Yes. Yeah, actually, oh that's, what I, that's what I wanted to talk about. Oh, well, They're called yoni, yoni eggs. <laughs> Thank you for picking that up. Yeah, so vagina eggs. Um, God, there's so much on this topic. I was just watching somebody talking about their vagina egg who was very pro-vagina egg, and then you've got – people who are anti-vagina egg. I'm on the so, fence with vagina eggs, I'll be honest. Jade eggs, yeah. Right, right. So here's, so here's the breakdown. A yoni egg is a crystal that has been <laughs> smoothed, thank God. It's nice and smooth. You but it is not sharp uh, edges up there. They're, they're in place of vagina weights. And my <laughs> vagina weights for no one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I dare all of our, uh, our watchers to every time we say anything, vagina, <laughs> penis, you know, inappropriate, by all means, have a drink. <laughs> Even if it's water, you don't, I know, right? You don't have to just stick with the wine. So they're, they're to be in place of like a kegel weight that you would use to help to strengthen your pelvic floor. Here's my feeling about it in general. If you're going to stick anything up there, I would rather it be natural personally. And I don't well, want to stick it, a bunch of 
okay. latex and okay go ahead that's exactly right but that was my question that was i wasn't sure where you were going with that yeah so it, people <laughs> are natural you know, so it's yeah um well I've, I've got a funny story to tell about vagina eggs when you're ready oh no i want to hear it let's go i'm hold on let me get it, my wine go ahead vagina me so <laughs> it's 111 <laughs> so i used to go to this thing called sex camp <laughs> I was a presenter. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. It caught me. It caught me in the back of my throat. Hold on. Swallow <laughs> China <laughs> camp. It's like I don't I don't know what I was expecting. Six camps. Oh my god. Uh, okay, go ahead. Okay. I should be I should be prepared for that by now, but go ahead. Sex so so she went to sex life. camp. So in a former life, you know, I was a, a relationship coach for non-monogamous relationships and sexualities. And, you know, I was Australia's foremost swinging relationship expert, which oh. afforded me a whole bunch of invites and parties and you know, special kinds of events that I could go to. And sex camp was one of them. Anyway. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you, I, but look, sex camp is a whole other conversation. Um, one of the, <laughs> all one other podcast. Yeah, one of the other women there. She's amazing. Love her to death. And she was talking about her and another friend had had put their vagina eggs in their jade eggs in, and they'd gone shopping. And this particular woman, love her dearly. She doesn't wear underwear, which is fine. It's not a problem. And she's pretty good with the kegels. But she happened to be walking up the stairs, and they were talking, and something happened, and she laughed big, like massive laugh. And next thing we know, jade egg hits the stairs. <laughs> So my well, suggestion I, is if you're going to wear a jade egg or use a, um, a vagina egg, that you, you may wear some kind of underwear catcher. <laughs> they can project. I mean, they're, they're like little it's torpedoes. If you're very strong, you can just mm. like, psh, you can knock somebody out. <laughs> you can just be like. <gasps> so don't be laying down when you laugh. It's probably don't have that in when you're having sex. Um, <laughs> no, I can't imagine. I mean. When you wouldn't be having I, sex, but if someone's going down on you, then you really probably shouldn't have it down there. Because <laughs> you could <laughs> surprise. <laughs> anyway, well, dentist emergency. So, one of the uh, one of the naysayers or one of the cons against yanni eggs is bacteria collection, and it. I still don't know. I mean, I, I have never held one or seen one, but. Uh, as long as it's a, a, a stone that's completely smooth and round with no drill marks or anything, it should. Well, here's the thing. Okay. You meant to boil your yoni egg. Um, yeah. So, yeah, did that. Um, and then you're supposed to use, because it's got a little hole through the middle. To it's not supposed to. Some do. Not all, all of them do. do. Okay, well, this one I had to. Um, the whole point was to put a piece of string or something in it so that if you couldn't projectile it out, you could pull it out. Yeah. What happened? Bad things? <laughs> well, I did <laughs> end up, like, I did do what I thought was all the correct things and I still ended up with a yeast infection. Ew. Yeah, not yeast. Yeah, just, just an infection. Um, and that took a little while to get rid of. So I think it's, um, yeah, see, we're really sharing here. Cheers. Cheers. Forget Rachel ever shared that bit. Everybody is now going to be gynecologically certified after this podcast. Yeah. So definitely follow all the instructions. Um, they are, it's interesting. Like I had a few people when I sort of posted up there that I was going to try this thing out. As you do when you're a person that talks about that stuff quite openly. And I had a few people say that it wasn't, um, they weren't 
all they were cracked up to be. Some said they were fantastic. There was a really mixed response in whether or not they were actually effective in Kegels, Kegels, however you say it, um, muscle building for the vagina. I mean, honestly, can't you just do it without it? Like, can't you just, I mean, I'm doing it right now. Oh. <laughs> I just squeeze. And it was a visual I didn't need to know. <laughs> but you I didn't know. <laughs> no, I didn't, didn't. You didn't need to tell me either. But there's this game. I want the game. Has everybody heard about the game? Oh, my God. This is a what the fuck awesome what the fuck. Um, and it looks like it's a little like an egg-ish type thing, but it has a almost like, I think it's like a TV. Anyway, you put the thing in. A TV? Did you just no, say there's a TV in? thing? So it's kind of like... Um, like a joystick? <laughs> yes. Yes, but a special vagina joystick. <laughs> and the whole point with the game is in order no. to make your character jump, you've got to... No. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that'd be so much more fun than... Yes. I don't want a joystick <laughs> up my hoo-ha. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I would rather... <laughs> Oh God! I'd rather just do it with my mind. I'd rather be like mm, and jump and then watch it jump. Not, not my hoo ha. <laughs> oh no! I want the hoo ha one. I want the hoo ha joystick. <laughs> I want to If anybody, if anybody has the link to this game, because I, I saw it somewhere on Facebook at one point, and I'm like, oh, that'd be awesome. But I, I don't think I saved the link. So if anybody has the link, send me the link. <laughs> That's what Rage really wants for Christmas. Yes! A vagina joystick. I want the vagina joystick in the game for my Kegel exercise. I dare you to go sit on Santa's lap and say that. <laughs> Can Santa be my husband again this year? <laughs> no, that's too easy. He is too easy, Mall Santa. Mall Santa. Just slowly hand him a letter. <laughs> like, open, open later. <laughs> And don't have a mouthful while you do it. <laughs> don't be drinking when you open this. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, more wine. I should have got a bottle. I've only got the glass. It's not going to last me to I, I, I actually, okay, let's so, slight segue from vagina eggs, although it might be on the list. I don't know. So I, no, okay, let me finish. So I watched a YouTube video of a proponent for a specific kind of yanni egg. And I, I can't remember what it was called, like yanni stonies or <laughs> something like that. But they were perfectly smooth, no drill marks, no string. It's just the egg. Um, and she made it sound so good that I was like, maybe I do want one. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. So maybe anybody I do. One of those to Therese for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Just for Therese. <laughs> so uh, in front of the children because they will walk Right. Away. My son would totally be like, ah, and walk away. Yeah. Like pop so it in his mouth. And, like, yeah. and we're done. <laughs> <laughs> and now that goes into the crystal bowl to be worshipped without being ever. <laughs> it's a virgin Yanni egg. <laughs> forever never goes to the goddess zone <laughs> no no never goes there <laughs> you just yeah you just don't want to think about that no. when you're popping it in no, your really. kid like <laughs> mom 
Isn't that a, that's a killer. That is a killer. Kids are a killer. But you know what she said in the video that okay. cracked me up is I'm that she was like, drink, you know, drink this before. <laughs> she <laughs> she said that she wasn't sure she could get it out. Once she put it in there, that's she started like- to like have a panic attack that maybe I can't get this out. So she said, so I just gently squatted and bared down and it, I laid an egg. <laughs> I was just like. <laughs> so all that sexiness <laughs> probably <laughs> was gone the minute she was like, and done. Here's my egg. Oh, God. You'd want to have Too a special much. little glove or a little something. <laughs> Catch it. A little nest. I'd, I'd build myself a little nest. Like, <laughs> so would I be a nest? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm a chicken. <laughs> like I said, not on my bucket list of things to do. <laughs> so let's talk. Let's segue now. Oh, right, we're going to nesting. <laughs> Where are we going now that we've gone into? Oh, just like Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> just, just a ultimate gift wish list. I want to hear what people. I'm going to open this up to everybody who's watching, who's probably like, why did I turn this on? And now I can't look away because yes, they, said, <laughs> they said that. They said those things. Yeah, we can't take <laughs> we that back. So <laughs> what's on people's Christmas wish list or holiday, uh, holiday oh, wish list? What really are you hoping for? stuff on my list this year. Yeah, what is I, it? I want some new Haviana. I don't even know if that's how you say it. Thongs. You want to? Thongs. You want a what now? Thongs? Okay. Underwear. Not, not yet. No. No. Not. <laughs> we call those G-strings. Thongs. I never, I thought G-string. Wait, wait, wait. So I thought a G-string. Now let's, now here we okay, go. Here we go. Segway again. Underpants. All right. <laughs> so let's find out how they match up American versus Australian underwear. So the kind of underwear, like I need the whiteboard. Hold on. <laughs> open the whiteboard can you guys see the whiteboard let's see if well can i can see this. the whiteboard <laughs> so i thought that the underwear <laughs> drawing underwear that's pretty impressive that looks, okay. that looks like that mm-hmm. i'm trying to see if they're seeing it on oh yes they see it on facebook live so I would call this type of underwear. I want I want people to chime in here, but this is what I would call a thong. <laughs> Isn't that that's that's a thick lit like a thick G string. The ones that are and then you've got so that's a G string and then the ones that are literally just a string and they go, they're quite low. So it's literally this tiny little piece of No, okay, so the that's what I would call hold on. Ollie Ray, so this, so here's the top, there's a little blip, and then you get the like little vagina front. Yep. Yep. And then the rest <laughs> But in the back, it's a piece right, is just literally a piece of string, which I freaking hate, by I the way. I think these are to be honest. Oh my god. It's I, no, okay. I don't so, want that much ass play happening from my underpants. Okay. No, it's because the string, because there's not as much bunching up in the middle, it's actually more comfortable than the other that's got the thicker, because then it's all in my art, no, not good. But that, all right. There's we call though. Well, people call it a G string, but there's also it's a V string because it's literally uh, yeah. just string and like it's it's a lower version. All right, I haven't heard of that. But which would you call? <laughs> Hold on, those don't look like anything. <laughs> well, I get it. So oh, you no. got like your cheeky briefs where the the ass cheeks are showing, and then you've got your full brief <sighs> where there's no ass cheek showing. 
All right. What is happening? Why won't Why won't you let me draw? I'm not underpants. <laughs> <laughs> draw some underpants. Okay, hold on. <laughs> See if I can do this. Okay, so what you call a thong? We call like okay. So then what we call thongs are what you call flip flops. <laughs> yes. I, I mean, I've heard that. So I would call this one a bikini, right? I yeah, mean, granted, got, that's not the best drawing. There we go. No, but it's got a lot more cheek showing. And then it's a bikini brief. And then you've got a, like one that goes under the ass cheeks, but it goes inward on the inward. That's like a boy, boy leg. Well, yeah, the, this one is boy cut as I understand it. Yeah. That's not my best drawing there. No, now it looks like there's a little it. leg hole. <laughs> and then you've got the full brief, which goes around under the ass cheeks and covers everything and often goes right up to the waist and you know, high-waisted full brief. <laughs> Wait, now what are these? Hold on. I got to draw the body first. So we got lady. <laughs> Ooh, lady. We got the Not lady. Nice. Wow, hello. <laughs> <laughs> now what about these kind? <laughs> What are those? Well, this is how I should have I been doing a, it the whole time. Yeah, I had um, uh, bloomers. That sounds like like granny pants. They, they, these are the nicknames we give them, but it's a it's a full full brief. Right. I was gonna. I was trying to but, do granny pants. But it's Maybe also this is more there's control. There's control briefs that look like that too. Yeah. Oh, the control ones like go all the they way go right up. Right up. Like, I just want to point out, Rach, just in case you had too much wine and don't realize that we're drawing pictures of different types of underwear. <laughs> this is our podcast. <laughs> just, to, just to bring a little reality to the situation that that's what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> well, now let's have a look who we got in our group. Oh, hello. Oh, good, that yeah. screen. Exit screen. Okay, there we go. Now I can put this, this chatty thing to the side. Yeah, language barrier, thongs, pluggers, shoes. Yeah, there's so many different things. Shoes? Wait, someone's calling underwear shoes? No, no, or... no. We're talking about the thongs, but not your thongs. Okay. Flip-flops. Yes. Our thongs, your flip-flops. <laughs> flip-flops, yes. Like, going back to the original question, I want some new pairs of flip-flops. Or thongs. For Christmas. That's, Christmas. Where, that's where this whole underwear segue came from, was what does Rach really want for Christmas? And she not said underwear. thongs. Yeah. I wouldn't mind some new V-strings, though. But no. I would buy those for myself. <laughs> Just, I don't <laughs> like do it. it. High, yeah, like high cuts is another name for those big bloomer granny pants. I like the low cut. So I like it when they're not at the waist, but they're yep. at hip level. Mm -hmm. And I don't mind it if they have a little, like, it's kind of like a boy short, but the butt cheeks are kind of cut out a little bit more. Yeah, so yeah. Your, your tushy kind of hangs out. I like that. Like, I don't want to think about my underwear when I'm moving. And the problem with the G-string or a V-string is that every time you bend over, you're like, hello. It's like someone's credit card checking your butt crack every time you move. Not if they fit properly. <laughs> if they're too tight, that happens. It's kind of like, you know, floss. Um, but otherwise, no, not so much. You get the slightly bigger. I like them tight. Them. I like them secure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> mind the, the, the cheeky, you know, those ones too. I've got a mixture of things in my underwear drawer for every. I do too. I, wait, I think pretty much every woman has a, an assortment of underpants because unfortunately women's clothes don't really give you the choice. If you don't want, unless you want every, you don't really care if people see every panty line you've got. 
Yeah, I've got there's all usually sorts of stuff in my, my underwear drawer, including corsets and there's leather things. <sighs> Here we go. It's revealing. What's in your underwear drawer? What's in my underwear drawer? What else is it? Everybody can share. <laughs> What's in your underwear drawer Sad that's not thing. just underwear? I actually have like my pre-children underwear collection still like the fancier stuff I like put that somewhere and I'm like I miss you yeah, I I'm starting to but dig right out underwear now. that I haven't haven't seen in quite some time I'm like oh yeah I used to wear those <laughs> oh, I can wear that one again I'd forgotten about that one I need some love right like remember remember when I was young and attractive <laughs> that's like my memory collection I just need to lose a couple of kilos to be able to fit back into my really you know sexy I just don't I I mean god I hope this doesn't get serious but just as a mom of young kids sexiness isn't really a priority anymore like staying dry is a priority you know like not covered in fluids of anybody's Mm. (laughs) like to me that's a sexy day I'm like I feel good (laughs) I'm clean I don't have vomit or drool or food or something Mm -hmm. Somebody or pee. <laughs> Nobody's peed on me today. <laughs> the boy, it's a reality. That's not something you would hear at sex camp, by the way, that nobody's peed on you today. That's wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. <laughs> what, what happens at sex camp stays at sex camp. camp. Except when Rach blogs about it on her old blog, in which case there was a lot written. <laughs> and the first one was this, this one time at sex camp. This <laughs> one. Oh my god! Oh, it feels like a lifetime ago. Before you know, having Jacks, it's just yeah. I don't know if other women can relate. You know, you're a different person before you have children, and and particularly when you don't, you're an adult and don't have children. Teens and not have children is a very different story. But um, yeah, there's parts (laughs) of my life I actually miss that I'm looking forward to recovering and finding again. I know. Well, it's kind of interesting because on this part of the journey, I don't really know what that is yet. I mean, I I assume something new comes after your kids get older. Please, God, tell me something new comes. There is more to explore. There's a lot more to explore. And I didn't realize that until I went to places like sex camp and was exposed to a whole bunch of, not just people. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Not just exposed. (laughs) But exposed to new okay, information, <laughs> new ideas, and you know, because it was a mixture. Like the beautiful thing about sex camp, which what I loved about it was, you had like some mainstream kind of stuff, but then you had stuff that was more on the spiritual side, so all the tantric stuff, and then you had the stuff on the kink side. So all of there was a lot of things on the kink side that I was well not aware of, and discovered <laughs> like, oh, okay, that now I understand that. I don't mind that so much. Mm. So there's lots of exploration, things I could share. I think time when I, I would need a harder drink than wine spritzer. <laughs> I've got about rest for this conversation. I'm wearing the wrong clothing. <laughs> this is mom clothing. <laughs> what underwear do you have on? Because it might not be appropriate for that conversation. Just kidding. <laughs> no, they're just lacy things, but not my G-string, V-strings. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 not going there. Did it, done it, not loving it, not going to do it again. <laughs> Did it. Love it. Do it again. <laughs> Repeatedly. Wait, what are we talking about? I don't know. <laughs> it got away from me. I forgot things with me, not just these like... strings, strings. There was a... Anyway, moving along. What's the next? <laughs> Rach is going down memory lane for those who are just tuning in. That's just Rach just kind of reminiscing about things. Oh 
stuff and things and stuffing, stuffing things. things. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, yeah, this was a weird one. Is it appropriately named WTF <laughs> podcast? One wisdom, what the fuck? <laughs> exactly. I'm not sure where the we're wisdom trying... came in. We really uh, emphasize the what the fuck. <laughs> There's not a lot of wisdom here today. <laughs> <laughs> Feel free. Anybody wants to chime in and ask some questions? Any question, Rachel, answer any question today. <laughs> <laughs> I think, well, I, I think a few people have, first of all, a few people have converted confirmed the uh flip-flops versus thong and what that actually means so only i was slightly confused tim calls it bum floss which i think is appropriate sometimes that is the case uh, monica agrees that she has all of the above yeah <laughs> you need the assortment you, do, you need the assortment on, of styles depending on what the day uh, is and uh, where in the cycle you are and I don't know how it is for guys, but underwear for me is definitely based on mood. Like there are days where I want it silky, I want it sexy, I want it lacy. I want and then it there are days where I'm off. like, oh, there are days where I want my underwear to be so big that I could put it over my head and just hide. I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> done. No, I do not want something so close to my ass, so close to my head. Well, it's the waist, man. It's not the butt. It's not the gusset or whatever. No, it is still attached to my ass. No. <laughs> I want separation between those articles. <laughs> so if you're saying if I designed a mercury retrograde underwear that like kind of just like enfolded you. It's going to be two pieces. You wouldn't <laughs> buy it, huh? I'll wear a onesie. I'll wear a onesie, but I want two piece when it comes to my underwear. She needs that layer of protection. She like needs strong stay. boundaries yes. between underwear. Yes. Whatever stays near my ass stays near my ass. <laughs> <laughs> also something you hear at sex camp. <laughs> <laughs> or here on our fabulous podcast. And we have one. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't. I can't even. <laughs> this has just been weird. <laughs> okay. So with that, though, let's open it up to everybody. We have a question. We have a question. Oh, minute. yes. All right, Caitlin, I'm going to allow you to, I can allow you to talk. Oh, my God. Let me unmute you. Go, Caitlin, you have a question. <clears throat> well, let me finish swallowing. Also something new here. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Okay. Okay, go. Can y'all hear me? Yes. Yes, you can. <laughs> stop us. Hey. <laughs> Please stop us. I'm kind of losing my voice, but this has been good entertainment. But <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> now I have like a serious question. Okay, we're <laughs> coming coming from like maybe a woo woo, slightly paranoid side. That's okay. Okay. Um. So I'm back in the hospital. And here's for a new fun medical update. <laughs> Just because okay. my, just because my life and body are like ridiculous, um, <clears throat> so I got really short story. I got really sick. I was I was vomiting too much. Couldn't keep anything down, so I just got really dehydrated and ended up in the ICU with like really low sodium. Mm -hmm. So they had to get that back up first. And now I'm in the normal like CF pulmonary floor and doing all the normal stuff. Um, but then the bizarreness that happened was I suddenly lost, mysteriously lost five liters of blood. 
Um, How did you miss with no, that happens when you, there's been no event of bleeding. There's been no sign of bleeding. No, no one's seen any blood anywhere. They took an x-ray. There was no pooling in my body anywhere. I was in zero physical pain. Um, so it was just like, I lost five liters of blood and who knows where it went. And, <laughs> but they uh, had a blood specialist come in and they've, you know, tested everything. And so they see that my body is breaking down the red blood cells and like cutting them in half pretty much. I was going to say that the image that I was getting was like the first thing I heard from my team was salt makes you float. So like your blood what? cells are like salt, sodium, salt, right? Makes you float. Well, I was like severely low on sodium. When I came uh, in. But you got an infusion, yeah. though. You got like a major yeah, infusion, but, right? But they never got it back up to normal. They just got it back up to like safety. Um, still, I don't know. I'm but still, then there's the whole salt thing with like CF itself as a whole salt imbalance. Hey, can you, can you give me 10 minutes? Yeah. Sorry. Um, and so, well, anyway, I'll just finish it. Is that. I lost blood. They're still figuring out the mystery, narrowing it down of whether if it was like a strange drug interaction reaction or if I have a very, very rare disorder that causes blood breakdown and like seizures and crazy things to happen. They've already ruled out autoimmune as in like any sensitivity or like anything like lupus, you know, where your body mm -hmm. attacks itself. Well, that's good. That yeah. Out. So that's good. Um, but the other ones are still, we have to wait. Hopefully tomorrow we'll get results back. Um, and so they gave me a blood transfusion. And since then I've been normal and I haven't lost anymore. Yeah. Um, no, I, I, I was just I thinking, think. I was like falling asleep thinking like, do I have some, like, first of all, what the fuck is happening <laughs> to me? Right. Well, yeah. Um, and also like, is there maybe some crazy like, spirit or alien or just like literal vampire like sucking draining me dry yeah, i don't get that it's a like, negative thing i get that you're being okay. cleaned okay the first thing i got okay. is, like i asked about it and like I got, a purge it's yeah it's like taking the bad blood out is being <coughs> eaten by something and replaced mm -hmm. but the the thing they're telling me it has to do with the salt uh they said okay. it's made you like I and this doesn't make sense, but I'm just gonna say it's like the blood is more buoyant. Number one, number two, <laughs> salt is highly detoxifying. So it's like even though you might not be at your normal levels, this new, like the new salt coming in is cleaning. Mm. Um, but I also see like a, a regeneration process. It's like, Yeah, so the, the, they're showing me cleaning, and I'm also hearing chlorophyll. I don't know if you can take that, if they would allow that, if that's something that would be uh, allowed, but blood cleaner is what's happening. I know that's what that is. Can't that come from, like, like uh, algae or chlorella or something? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Because mm -hmm. I'm drinking Green. some juice right now that has that in it. Like spirulina, like dark, dark mm -hmm. green stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, oddly enough, okay. I get that you're just being cleaned. Uh, yeah. Is what I keep seeing. Um, and as far as the like <clears throat> mystical angle, 
uh, I do get that there's some assistance in helping you, but it's positive. It's not negative. So it's not vampiric <laughs> in nature. Your blood is not going missing at nighttime because someone's sticking mm -hmm. a straw into your neck. Okay. So, so whatever is happening is supposed to happen, kind of. It's beneficial is what I'm seeing. Yeah. So keep, okay. focused, on, keep focused on the, the positive outcome. But however you get there, you're getting yeah. to a better health place. Okay. That's good. I mean, I feel better today, so that's all right. good. It's just like the whole thing in itself is the most bizarre thing. And the doctors are like, oh, this is weird. I don't know. And the, so. the whole instigation, though, is it's stress-related uh, is also what I got immediately. And yeah. it's like the, the mind and the nerves kind of are shot, emotionally shot. And so the body is like the last one to, to hold ground. Mm -hmm. And when the body goes, that's when it's like it's time to surrender. It's just too much yeah. to hold on to. It's yeah. too much to force it to stay in place. So you have to start doing the emotional work of it's all working out for the highest good, you know, because the truth is like trying to change it mentally, like trying to hold on or force it to fit. Uh, you know, it's like trying to force a round peg into a square hole kind of feeling. Mm -hmm. um, you need to allow it to shift into what it is. And okay. the, the hardest part, I think, sometimes is that we have very set mental constructs about what time things happen. When thi that there's a time for that. There's a time for, you know, dealing with this issue. And there's a time for dealing with that issue. But that's a mental construct. And it's not the truth. It's got its own divine timing um, that if we can surrender the mind construct, so the beliefs that we think, how things are supposed to go if we can surrender that and let let the bigger picture show you what it's trying to deliver right there's there is also good here um even in the midst of some really difficult moments there's beauty but you have to surrender to see it yeah okay thank you beautiful <clears throat> thanks Got the control <laughs> there we go. Look, I did the things. You did the things did with the things. things. So we're still available. We have. Um, we can take a few more questions. Hmm. Anybody else? In the meantime, in any of the yeah. Groups? I'm looking. I'm a looking and a seeing. No questions yet, but people might be typing. Uh, yes, Agnes, go ahead. Ask your type your question in. Um, in the meantime, we were talking about crystals at the top while we're waiting. The crystals module, the crystal, blah, blah, let me try that again. Blah, 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 blah. The magic of crystals module is open in school for spirit. And I am so excited because we are really going to break down and talk about the ways to use crystals in a uh, magical sense, meaning spells, rituals, divination, meditation, First aid. Yes, you heard me right. First aid. Probably <laughs> none of the vagina stuff. You got that all here today. I got it. Well, I got it out of my system because that was one of those things. I'm like, do I tell people about vagina eggs? Um, I'm going to tell them, but I don't know if we're going to do any. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
your practical <laughs> homework for this week is <laughs> stick this up your hoop. No, just kidding. <laughs> Men, uh, stick it in the... No, just kidding. Yeah, um, so we're going to talk about what crystals do. We're going to talk about um, great places to purchase them because I know that for right. me that's a thing. Great places to put them that aren't in your body. <laughs> we're going to talk about <laughs> no. bodily cavity. Charging, <laughs> cleansing, clearing, storing, um, grids, mm. elixirs. Oh, God, so many things. All the things. All the things. How to bring in more abundance with them, how to bring in more magic, more love, more, 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 whatever the hell you want, more of that. Sleep. Oh, my gosh. People were like, tell me the sleep because I found out the perfect combination, at least for me, to get some good sleep because with all this energy changing, and by the way, that does affect us. I mean, I'm going to put a PSA for cosmic information right now. <laughs> Here's your cosmic PSA. Shit's changing, guys. <laughs> That's the, that's the big title. <laughs> the smaller title is, and it's going to continue. Yeah. Um, but how many people are having trouble with electronics, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both Rach and I and everybody else. I've got a load of laptop. Know. It's a fucking dinosaur in comparison to mine. Waiting for my new one. But the pro- my like cell phones, even like just normal service, internet, um, electrical mm-hmm. grids are being highly affected by the solar activity that happens and we're getting more and more solar activity. And according to, um, you know, some scientists that work with astronomy and things like that, it, it's going to increase and really get more intense until about 2020. And then it's like at its peak and then it starts to level out. Uh, and then for, I don't know, it takes years and years, like hundreds of years for us to like tone it back down. So we're sort of right here in that hot spot, if you will. It's a hot spot. It's a hot spot. But I think it's a good time to start really thinking about other ways. Um, Oh, God, I could go off on a tangent. Let's not do that. But my point is, Crystal, the class for crystals is now open. If you're interested, go to spirit, the number four success.com and look for school for spirit. Thank you. And good night. And we're done. See ya. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I was trying to think of a sex camp joke, but I can't fit it yep. in there. Oh, there, that's something you hear at sex camp. <laughs> I can't fit it in there. <laughs> or I can fit more than one. <laughs> oh, God. I don't want to know. That's like a nightmare of mine. Have? More than Sorry. what? <laughs> okay. All right. We have a question. Thank God. We have another question. <laughs> Hosanna says, I am wondering if there's any information coming forward for me concerning my current job. I am needing to know which direction to put my energy. Thank you so much. Um, Okay. Off the top of my head, there's like, I'm getting bifurcated. Why? Okay. So two, two possible directions. Um, It would help me to have more information to tell you which one has more potency. Off the top of my head, let's see what I can pull out. With. <laughs> that's what you hear at sex camp. <laughs> no, it's usually pull out of your ass, but that's all. I'm pulling it out of the ethers. Okay, from the highest, uh, from the highest truth. Okay, so whatever your instinctual first choice is, that's the one they said. So between two. It's the first one you think of. So if you were like, I'm going to be a this or a this, 
or I'm going to, I have this or this, it's the first one. So whatever you're naturally blurred out first, that's the one. Okay. We've got two other questions too. Um, yeah. Uh, Becky, I'm going to pull you on because you put your hand up first and then I'll answer, we'll answer Jody's question. So Becky, you ready to talk? There you go, Becky, you are live. Um, I don't think she's unmuted though. She's not unmuted. Hang on. Now Hello. Hi. Hey. Hey. Muted anyway. Technology. <laughs> um, I'm recently. I was in the hospital too. Um, just got home. A bit of fame right um, now. Yeah. And um, but and Rachel's source source for shift technique. You know, like basically saved my life last night. Or was it two nights ago? I don't know. I'm I'm yeah, out of time. A couple of nights ago. Yeah. But um, so like I have this um, I have the machine. I'm supposed to use a CPAP. It like blows air in my face, and it was freaking me out. And I was just I couldn't do it. And I'm like, at one point I sat there, I looked at it, and I was like, I would rather die than put this on my face. And then it's like, well, that's irrational because I don't have any of those wishes. That's not me. And I, I looked into it um, using this technique and recovered some, like, really deep, like, really scary, like, memories. And so my question was, like, do I, like, I'm almost afraid there's, like, all kinds of more stuff in there that's, like, I don't know, lurking. And I'm like, oh, no, now I don't know my own brain. And I'm just, you know. Um, but, I mean, I, I was able to release a lot of it, and it was really good. But at the same time, it's just, like, now I'm. I've got this big question about how like memory works and how, why, why could I have this that's like in there that I don't even know happened, you know, until all of a sudden I do. Yeah, the, the subconscious is part of its role is to protect us. So, and it records everything, every single second of our entire consciousness and unconsciousness, it's still recording. So it has mm -hmm. all of that information is stored. But remember that the subconscious is also storing it based on your perception and as a child our perception is quite different to what it is when we're an adult when we know the bigger picture does that make sense so while yeah. there is likely to be some traumatic stuff in there we all have something that we felt as a child was traumatic and some of it literally is quite traumatic um, but being able to bring it into the light of day a aids in massive amounts of healing but B, then you can actually go into, like, see it from your adult, your now perspective to understand um, the truth of it or more of the truth of it. Does that make sense? It does. So you don't need to be afraid of it. Okay. It's not necessarily going to, like, I know what you've uncovered. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to uncover stuff that's even more traumatic than that. I mean, but there's no guarantee but know that you've got the tools to be able to heal that as it comes up. And your subconscious will allow you access to stuff as it feels that you are actually ready to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Because I was going to say, go ahead. go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, it didn't feel that scary. I mean, even though it was like really traumatic stuff, it was, you were right. It was like, it was ready to deal with it. So, so, an, another technique, a kind of metaphysical technique, kind of like what we do when we go into our spirit circles is 
to put yourself in the tower. So some people, I, I like to see this big ivory tower coming out of a, a forest. Some people like to be in a lighthouse over the ocean. But the idea here is that you move to the top of the tower and you're able to foresee, like <clears throat> you're able to oversee rather everything and expansively. And the beauty is, is that from this tower, from this purely safe, place this is like the eyes of your higher self you as the writer not as the hero of the story up in your tower you can see those experiences and not be in them Ooh. right so taking yourself stepping out of the storyline and watching it as if it were a movie not happening to you it can help you process it and not feel re-traumatized by that experience I actually have trouble watching movies and not experiencing them instead of, you know, and being outside of it. So right, that's very em empathic, I was going to say. Yeah, that's a, an empathic thing. So we, empathic people, have to develop these tools, right? So this is a tool to help you. Like um, ivory tower. The ivory tower, the, the lighthouse. Um, you can make it whatever feels powerful and secure to you. Um, but this is something that an empathic people do have to develop. Um, it is a self-preservation mechanism. Um, and that way, when you develop it by choice, you also have the choice to, I will re-engage. I will re-engage with other people and their emotions. I will step back and put myself in a safer place. Um, and, but doing this from above, you're actually moving up in frequency in yourself and you're you are close, more closely communing with your higher self. And your higher self will tell you, you know, I'm connected to everything. And it reminds you of how powerful you are. You know, I, I chose this storyline because it serves my growth in some way. It's hard to see when we're in the middle of a scary story. Why the hell would I choose that? If you can connect it to how it serves your higher growth, you'll start to see why the soul would allow this to be part of the experience um, an example would be you know Tony Robbins right you might love him or hate him but one one of the things he talks about a lot is how as a child he was severely beaten by his alcoholic mother um, and it was very traumatic for him and what pushed him it, it's what actually by looking stepping back and above it and asking why, well, how does this serve my higher self? How does this serve my soul growth? He came to the answer that he wanted to be of service to others so that he could help prevent that experience or help heal people from similar experiences. And that is how, why his soul allowed it to be part of his own experience. As it made his soul purpose even more stronger, connected, deeper, resonant, you know, that's just one reason. That might not be everyone's reason, but that's a, a good example of why the soul might choose something so, you know, traumatic. That's really resonating and, and making me think that's why I've been having trouble, like, this whole time I've been talking to you guys, you know, like, um, connecting with that soul purpose. I'm like, what is it I'm supposed to be doing? And I just wasn't yeah, ready to go there yet. Yeah. And that's pretty cool allowed to unfold like it and I, I think we've talked about this before the soul purpose is yeah people try to put a job label on it it's not that at all yeah 
just about, you know, today I want to be a coach. Tomorrow I want to be a mentor. Tomorrow I want to, the day after I want to be a dance teacher. Okay, if that's your purpose, that's your purpose. That's, it's because you're living your life. That's, to me, that's your purpose. Anything but, else you but above that is. You could heal pain in so many ways. And that was the sole purpose, to prevent mm-hmm. or to heal, prevent pain or heal pain. Thank you. You're welcome, sweetie. Uh, we'll talk again soon. Yes, yes. we will. <laughs> Love you too. Okay, now um, a good, we, yeah, we have a couple here too. So I wanted to take one on the phone. Can we switch back and forth or should we? Oh, Jody can't go on the phone, but she, but she was the next person up, sort of up here. Um, it'll be a quick one. So she's, okay. she says, I'm having some issues with my son. We have tried everything, traditional and not so traditional. I'm now starting to wonder if it's something more to do spiritually rather than human. If it's, if it is more spiritual, is there anything I can do to help him to stop lashing out? This is really interesting. Um, I re- it resonates with me only because my three-year-old is, he's delayed in his speech. And so he actually acts out quite a bit. He, um, he's very quick on comprehension. He understands everything going on around him and he can't speak the words. Um, yeah, speech delayed. So here's what I'm noticing because I'm trying to step back and not, I notice that when I emotionally engage in my fear around it, what does this mean for you? What's going to happen to you? How can I protect you? How, what, how did I fail you? That's me engaging in my lower fears. When I step back and I try to, it, it has nothing to do with him. I let him be him doing him right like that's kind of what he needs right now i he just needs space to be that it's okay to be this way it's okay to throw a massive tantrum and just lose it and scream because he's frustrated really and i get i would get that i mean imagine if you're trying to communicate and nobody understands you how would you feel right like that would probably just make you feel nuts like i just want you to get what i'm saying or expressing and nobody's getting it and everybody's acting frustrated, you know, towards him. I'm not saying that's what you're doing, but that's usually kind of the, what happens is that adults have frustration because they're going into their shit. Like I failed you. I failed you somehow here. So what has helped me is stepping completely away from that, going into a space. If he's absolutely perfect, everything is okay. This is as it should be. It's beautiful. He's right where he's supposed to be. And I step back and I watch and I start communicating with him differently. First of all, I am not fear or stress or anxiety, pity or whatever the lower fears are. Um, And I'm engaging more with curiosity. Like, ooh, what is this? You know what? And, And empathy, of course. You know, like, I, yeah, I would feel that way too. And I talk to him and ask him a lot of questions about how he feels. Um, And I I ask him a lot of questions, regardless if I get an answer or not, that makes sense. And sometimes he tries to say things that I don't understand. And I say, is that what you're talking about? Is this it? You know, how does that feel? Do you want a hug? No. Do you want this? Do you want that? Uh, but going through that allows him to process it. He's still going to tantrum, and he does. He's still going to throw his fits. But what happens is that 
I'm taking the time to try and hold the space, right? Hold the space as if the conversation is really unfolding. And he responds to that so much more than to me feeling sad, frustrated, sorry, shamed, ashamed, guilty, whatever. Does that make sense, Jody? You can't tell if she's seeing that. You know, wait for her to respond. Yeah, Jody, come back to us with feedback or questions and we'll keep going with the other question. Yep, makes all sense for sure. Or we can talk so more. what I notice is um, it's just I have to be very aware, uh, consciously aware of how I am projecting because we're always projecting. Even when, when we don't think we're being emotional, mentally we're like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, <laughs> you know, like, how do I fix this? This is going to be so hard. It's so hard. Why is it so hard? That goes on on this weird subconscious background level where you're, you might not even be emoting it. You don't think you are. But, man, does it project forward. And as soon as you can be like, shh, okay, here, I hear you, internal dialogue. But now I'm going into the Zen place of everything is okay. And, and that one of the things that helps me, and, you know, we'll never know if uh, Albert Einstein was on the autistic spectrum. I don't know if they've ever mentioned that. But Albert Einstein did not speak um, until the age of five. And he's like, you know, Albert Einstein is synonymous with genius. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, you know, before we decide that there's something really wrong here, before we get really involved in how bad it is, be open to the possibilities, right? Because as soon as we decide we know this is a problem. I know it's a problem. I know we have fucked ourselves. And pardon my French, and I'm sorry if anybody's kids listen. We've already said fuck already. <laughs> I know. We've said vagina too. So, yes. you mean, really? That's your fault. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> my point is that as soon as we decide, we know how things end. We know what they are. We have closed the door mm. to possibility. We have literally blocked energy off. As soon as we go, show me what's different. Show me what's new. Tell me what's show possible. me. Uh, show me what's possible. What? Who could this? Who could this amazing little person be? What is this amazing little person going to show me? Do you do you feel that that opening of energy of like now I have left room for possibility, and that's so important. You know. Yeah. Yeah. He also said vagina balls have been discussed, so we're all good. Vagina balls. <laughs> Vagina eggs. <laughs> eggs balls. Eggs balls. <laughs> awesome. Okay, Jody. Thanks, Jody. I hope that helps you. I hope. And I understand. And I'm sending you lots of love and kisses. Um, I wanted just to touch, touch base here. Hosanna got back. She says, I'm currently doing two different jobs with the company. So the first one, the, the prominent one. Whichever you would describe as being first, if you'd say, I do this one and this one, it's the first one. That's what keeps coming back. <laughs> I know that's not very specific, but that's what I keep getting. Um, okay, so Monica. Hey, Monica. Hi. She's saying, whew, it's, uh, she's been sad, a sad yes. mess lately with her mama passing away. Yeah. Uh, which I know is okay and expected, but I want to know what I should be focusing on or trying to bring my spirits and vibration up. I'm completely heartbroken, cry a lot, 
but I know my mom would want me to be happy. You know, I've got some stuff for this too, but I'll eat it first. Uh, but the first thing I see is the hand on the hand painting as a portal. <laughs> so I know that sounds odd, but your mom painted and she put her hand on her paintings. Uh, it's a portal, she says. Interestingly enough, number two, she wants to paint with you. I hope you're getting that message. She said she's been saying it to you, but she wants to paint with you. Um, I don't know if you are painting, but do paint and paint and think about your mom. Almost it's like painting, uh, using your mom as the muse, like painting in her style or something, but she wants to paint with you. Yeah. Okay. Um, I can only relate to it in, in my going through grief of my own at one point and grief is a hard one. It hits you in waves and it knocks you about and nothing feels like it's got any life or spark to it. So it is perfectly okay at this time to not have anything that's really drawing you to it. Allow yourself the time for that to come naturally. You will at some point, something will come up and you go, oh, I really want to do that. You don't need to know where it's going. You don't need to know what the step is after that. Just allow each day to be whatever it is. So if you need to cry all day, cry all day. If you can paint with your mama, paint with mama. Um, if you feel drawn to doing something, follow that. And if you don't feel drawn to do anything, you just want to lay in bed and watch, you know, season after season of NCISLA, do that too. So just... <laughs> so specific. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, Katie and I, when we were going through the grief, we literally did. We, we didn't want to go out in the world. We didn't want... There was nothing... And I felt like you, like I should be doing something. I know that, you know, I should be moving back into life. I know I should, you know, just find something that makes me feel good. I couldn't find it. I could not find it. It took me a while. Um, and then one day, one thing just came up. I wanted to do it, go and learn fatty healing. I'm like, okay, well, I don't know where that's going, but I feel like I want to do this. So I'm just going to do it because I had nothing. It's like these events strip from you all the things you had as crutches. And the only thing you can go off right now is your intuition, that little piece of you that goes, I want to do that. Go do that. Just follow it. It will lead you to places to, on adventures. I mean, that's how I got to where I am now. I completely changed my career, completely changed what I was focused on and why my why changed. So my entire life changed because of that one event and because I allowed myself to just be intuitively led through my grief. And there were weeks where I didn't feel like doing anything but sit in that, that room and watch TV. So be gentle with yourself. Know that particularly when you've got a, a significant death, um, it takes time. Yeah. She's right there though. And, and interestingly enough, so I know you're a highly spiritual person um, and you're probably dying to really feel it and if you're feeling like i can't feel her and so what's wrong why can't i feel her is she not there she is there grief is a huge wall though grief has to melt for us to oh oh you have been here the whole time be patient with yourself on that point try just until you might not feel it but you can believe it right so this is faith this is pure faith time um, but she's saying yeah she's saying she's right there She's right there. 
talk to her. She wants you to, she wants you to paint when you're ready. (laughs) And she's saying actually that the painting has been calling her, especially in my mom style with her supplies. Yes. There you go. And made a finger and I made a painting with her handprint, right? Uh, uh, She passed. Wow. Yeah. That's the portal. That's what she's talking about. That's a portal point. Can meditate with that. You can just put your hand on it, try to feel her. She's pushing back. She says she's pushing back against your hand when you do that. It might make Ooh. you cry a lot as you do that, but know that that is going to accelerate the healing process. To the depth that we love is to the depth that we grieve. This is not going to go away for the rest mm-hmm. of your life, but it is going to get easier. Absolutely. Um, and Jody, if you're still listening, or just give me a, a why, type a why in the chat if you're still here. I have to tell you something amazing, uh, awesome. Our good friend Tim is watching on Facebook, and he's got something amazing to tell you. Tim said, uh, my parents were like that. They thought they had failed me because I was born with one arm, but it couldn't be further from the truth. And he is fucking amazing. Okay, you're fucking amazing. We love you, Tim. Tim. Tim's awesome. Um, and Tim saying he added to that his parents only recently started, uh, only recently stated how amazed they have been and how I've tackled life and accomplished so much with one arm. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> keep your mind open, open to possibilities. This is, this is not the end. This is the only the beginning point. This is where the story Okay, if we were in a book. Oh, I got fucking tingles all over my body. Okay, listen. But nothing to do with the wine. Not at all. <laughs> the wine is empty. <laughs> I am. Wine is gone. If we were in a book, you are in a book, by the way. We're writing our books. We're all the author. We talk about that and other things. <laughs> okay, <laughs> this is where the wine is kicking in. Yeah, the other things. And at the beginning of the story, for the story to get good and be interested and for us to be emotionally hooked and invested in any story, You've got to start with a problem. You can't start with, I was born, life was great. No, but everyone's like, happy you know, ever after. Boring. You know, you would be like, why did I waste five minutes watching that? But you start with the problem like, you couldn't communicate with anyone. And everyone's like pulled in, really? What happens? You know, and then struggle, struggle, game, struggle, struggle, win, 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 struggle, win, win, win struggle <laughs> and winning that's how the kind of the story goes um insane yeah and scene <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah so uh just think about that before before we get too hooked in we got to think about how does a good story work how does the best stories work best stories and you go biggest problem to the Yes. biggest win right yeah. so yeah Absolutely. you're seeing the problems you're seeing the beginning of the story and here's the other thing too and this goes for all parents um our children have come here they know exactly what their purpose is they have come for a journey of their own and it's we can't save them from everything it is not our job all we can do is try our best to love them unconditionally through everything to show them compassion like we want to be showing compassion, to give them the tools to be able to get through their own challenges, to know that they've got support when they need it. You know, these are our roles. We can't take all their pain away. We can't, because the pain, these, these challenges, these obstacles are what give us the tools. They are what give us 
um, or reveal in us our strength, our character, our trust, you know, where we can, where we fall over, we go, oh, okay, I can do that better. So we, what we want to do is to be there for them through this as best we can and to trust that this is part of their journey, that we haven't failed them in any way, shape or form. Um, we can't take it away from them, but we can allow them on their journey and support them through their journey. So taking a bit of the, the mommy guilt off and just be, remind me I said that. I'm sure I'm going to need to hear that. In a oh minute. yeah. I'm going to be throwing that one time. back at you. Remember last time at sex camp? <laughs> there was no trombone. Um, <laughs> okay. Uh, one more question and then we have to wrap up. We do. I've got someone watching my baby. <laughs> Doesn't normally watch So them. Agnes has her question. Um, she says she feels like she's running in circles uh, with this man, an ex-romantic partner. He has invited her multiple times to see him in California and he's already got her a ticket. Uh, she decided to go, um, but as <clears throat> but she keeps asking the question in her head, uh, why am I still thinking about him? Why can't I let him go? Uh, one thing she wants to add is the last time, about a month ago, when he asked and she rejected him, she came home and she was having electrical weirdness in her apartment. So apparently a, a kitchen hood fan was on when she entered her apartment and she hasn't used that fan in over a year. <laughs> Oh, so one of the things is, um, you know, all the resistance and Rach might be able to speak to that in terms of relationship and what does this mean? Yeah. Relationships, they are not black and white. There is no real right and wrong. Um, I say there isn't, but there is at the same time. Um, this is an opportunity for you to really sit down and look at, and you, here's the thing with this, you've actually got to listen to your heart, but listen to your head as well. It's not a purely heart thing. So ask your heart, you know, is, is your heart completely connected to him, like fully in love with every part of him? Um, and then also then logically look at, you know, is it a healthy relationship? When you kind of get those answers, then from there, and this is, there's no formula for this whole thing. You want to look at whether or not your patterns are playing out. Is it your resistance, your fear that's making you step back? Or is the relationship really unhealthy from both sides? Like, and taking stock of what's, what's your stuff and your projection on this? Like when I first met my current husband, I'd only left my first husband four months earlier. And I'm like, this can't, he can't be the one. He can't be because I need to have gone and lived on my own and been by myself. And it's only been four months, blah, blah, all these belief, 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 belief. Um, projection that he can't be the right one. That was getting in the way. Once I got out of that, I was able to then allow my heart to show me what was real here. And he showed up and I showed up and we worked through different things and, and everything 17 years later is fantastic. But for you, you've got to look at the whole relationship. Look at everything that your part and his part and kind of assess it on a different level than you've done before. That's kind of what I'm getting, but I want to have a whole big conversation with her about this because it's so <laughs> It's deep. I know. You it need is to deep. Dig a it's little... not black and white. 
part partly we one of the digging things that one of the things I'm getting intuitively as you're asking is one she's got some stuff she's got to work out here and remember people come into our lives for a reason right we mm. attract partners not because we're going to be like you know two unicorns floating over a rainbow we attract the people who will heal us yes heal us and sometimes those are turbulent Sometimes those are on and off. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes those are hot and cold. I mean, it's, yeah, the healing ultimately is a good thing. But, you know, when things, when the body, for example, when the body heals, there's itching, there's burning, there's stinging, right? Like, but it's healing. <laughs> so that's kind of what this is like. That's what I'm getting. Number one. And number two, um, if he keeps showing up repeatedly, there's something that's not finished. And it's not necessarily between you, but it's, and what I'm getting is there's something unfinished in you. You were supposed to learn something from this guy. You didn't learn it. You avoided it. You have went back. And that's why he keeps coming up. Because he's like, he's kind of your master teacher in this. So rather than avoid it, what I hear is go into surrender, which is kind of the big word for it. <laughs> there's a lot of surrender being happening. asked of all of us. Um surrender to the fact that this is happening and go in with the eyes of show me what I need to learn. Show me what I, what is meant to be healed. Show mm -hmm. me the reason, right? Mm -hmm. Show me, ask for the answer. You don't have to guess. We always think we have to do it the hard way. We don't, we can go in and be like, you know what? I realize this is unfinished business. What is the unfinished business? What is the lesson to learn? What am I supposed to heal? Go in with those in your consciousness and you will see it'll show you universe can be very accommodating if we ask the right questions mm. Mm. <laughs> wisdom yes. there's the wisdom, yes, the wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> see we have to wait till the end of the show yeah wisdom <laughs> exactly right at the end one little drop <laughs> there you go <laughs> perfect all right that'll do us for today you got anything yes. else you just want to throw in there you know vagina balls penis <laughs> vagina ball, penis we had to add penis in there <laughs> i can tell i'm going to tell tim's joke because everybody should be exposed to this joke <laughs> tim you ready he says the definition of agony i don't know if i can read this without laughing <laughs> one armed man at the top of a flagpole hanging on with itchy balls <laughs> <laughs> Speaking from personal experience, Zoe. I know that's what I was going to ask. Is this from a personal experience? How'd you get up there? Why'd you do it? Should have scratched him before you went up. <laughs> you should have prepared for that, right? <laughs> you need to bring one of those things. Apparently, you need to go to sex camp because it's ah! too bad. <laughs> and sex camp. There, I wrapped a bow around it. It's flag pulling 101. <laughs> Bring an extra hand to scratch. <laughs> okay. Oh, God. Rest again. <laughs> and with that, we'll never see you again. Apparently, like, everyone's like, oh, unfriend, God. block. 44% thanks, team. All right. Until next time, relax. <laughs> we got this at sex camp <laughs> thanks for listening to the show to learn more about Rachel and Therese 
and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit4success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneurs Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.